You're listening to We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. And this week, we will be covering Season 3, Episode 7, Fresh Blood. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. Life is life. episode with gordon is a good one we get gordon and bella not like a lot of bella but a little bit of bella and bella's always fun I sassy love bella. bella she's so, she's iconic but yeah let's get right into this so we open with our recap dad's dead saving people hunting things that stuff and then we get kind of a little recap on bella and then on gordon and his whole like vendetta against sam i don't know if vendetta is the right word but his his whole just, he wants to hunt down Scheme. and kill Sam. Yeah, it's his whole deal, yeah. And then we open on an unknown location. Bella has I'm assuming acquired either been paid for an item or has acquired a new item. I'm assuming paid since so she's like carrying around this big briefcase. But she's returning to her car when she notices that someone is watching her, and it is revealed to be Gordon. Bella doesn't recognize him. Um, but I don't she think knows she's never met him, right? No. He's like he knows her and she's like, You have me at disadvantage. I don't know who you are. <laughs> she's a little sassy about it. She's like so what should cool, I know you? You know who I am. You're not memorable. <laughs> Except Sterling K. Brown is definitely memorable. Yeah. Once you've met um, him once, he's very memorable. Oh yeah. But once he she tells her his name, she's like, Oh yeah, I know you. You're in you were in jail. <laughs> Uh, it's like, how'd you get out? She's like, now early on good behavior, and he doesn't answer that. Um, but I think she knew already. Did they ever explain how he got out of jail? He, Kubrick helped him break out. I figured that, but they <laughs> but don't they, really give the details of yeah. that. Um, he he uh, reveals that he has already taken her gun out of her car um, and tells her that he knows she was in Massachusetts with the Winchesters recently. He wants to know where they are. And she's like, what do you want with the Winchesters? And he says, Sam Winchester is the Antichrist. And she's like, oh yeah, I heard that from my friend the Easter Bunny, who heard it from his friend the Tooth Fairy. Like, she... She's so sassy with I the gun to her face. She... Partially she's mocking him, yeah. But I think it's also like she knows Sam. Like, she doesn't know him yeah. well. But I'm sorry. She's that like, gigantic, the Antichrist? Okay. That gigantic puppy dog, the Antichrist okay gordon (laughs) have fun with that also i think since bella is like so into like communicating with spirits and stuff i'm sure she would have heard like if sam was the antichrist (laughs) which he's not keeps up with the spirits we'll meet the antichrist okay (laughs) i think that's season 
That's four or five. I don't remember. <laughs> it's only one episode. Crowley? No. Okay. <laughs> that was my only guess. So. Nope. You'll never meet him again. <laughs> um, he's like threatening her and she's like, I don't respond well to threats, but you can make me an offer. He's like, okay, you tell me where the Winchesters are or I'll kill you. And she's like, uh-huh, you're funny. <laughs> like, good luck. Have fun. <laughs> she, she's like, you'll just kill me now then because she's not going to give him up for nothing because Bella's <laughs> this is Bella um, and he's like well I could scrounge up $3,000 which feels like a lot to me but this is Bella she's like I don't wake up for that much money yeah she's I like I don't get out of bed for, for $3,000 <laughs> he's um, like oh my gosh yeah, <laughs> he's so he annoyed has, by now he thinks he knows who he's dealing with but he doesn't <laughs> he has no clue he doesn't know Bella yeah. as like who she is at her core so um but she notices that he has on his belt a mojo bag. And as soon as she does, she's sure what like... what that is. <laughs> it's like... I'm guessing it's like a hex bag of some kind. Yeah. Um, but she... Here, I wonder if it's in the definitions. Mojo bag. <laughs> Let me see. A modern term for a small cloth bag people carry for good luck or to ward off evil. It usually contains a mixture of one or more of the following. Herbs, oil, stones, bones... Hair, nails, or other personal items. In New Orleans, the traditional headquarters of American Voodoo, many people carry grist-grist bags for protection, but they can also be used to cause someone bad luck. You know, maybe that's why he got turned into a vampire, because he gave up his mojo bag. (gasps) Maybe. (laughs) Just put that together. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she's like, give me that. Spoilers. I'll give you where the boys, I'll I'll tell you where the boys are. Uh, And she calls it an even trade. Uh, and he's like, this thing's over a century old. It's and she's like, yeah, I know, it's priceless. Like she she knows immediately how valuable it is. Yeah, sure. um, so he reluctantly hands it over, and she pulls her phone out, calls Dean, is like, hi, Dean, where are you? <laughs> this is so casual. <laughs> I love Bella. She... Also, I'm surprised that Dean told her that. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't. I'm honestly a little surprised too. But I guess they're kind of like. Kind of a little chill. Yeah. I mean, they did work together last They're even, at least. So, I love Bella. She's a bitch. I love her. (laughs) She's a great great character, though. She's fantastic. She's very morally gray, very self-centered. I love her. Mm -hmm. She's she's a good time. But she still does have some morals. (laughs) It's mostly, she's very self-centered. She's very, Mm -hmm. what's best for me? Yeah, because she doesn't do what she does later out of just the goodness of her own heart. I don't think that's true. Your turn. Oh yeah, we were doing the switchy thing. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Um. So, cut to a warehouse. Sam and Dean are trying to hunt down a vampire that's loose in the warehouse. Um. They they've been like following a chain of victims. I think. Yeah. That's led them to this warehouse. And there's a guy on the floor that's like bleeding to death and he's got a big bite on the side of his neck. Um, and Sam stays with him and Dean goes after the vampire. Um, so Dean has his machete and he like cuts his arm to try and lure the vampire out and he starts taunting her. And then. He's being purposefully really reckless. Yeah. He really is. And then this blonde woman appears and she reveals her fangs. Yeah. She is indeed a vampire. Yeah. 
It's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, And then... He's making our podcast art. Yeah. (laughs) He keeps taunting her, and then she charges him, and he waits till, like, the very last second as she's, like, about to bite his neck, and he injects her with a dose of dead man's blood, knocking her unconscious. Yeah. And right as Sam enters the room. Yeah. Sam's like the fuck (laughs) he's like you're cutting a little close there (laughs) dean which he was indeed that's that's sam's mantra this episode can you stop trying to get yourself murdered please (laughs) (laughs) um so the vampire lady wakes up and finds herself tied to a chair in a motel room um with the boy standing over her and she seems to kind of have come to her like human self a bit because yeah. she's out of her bloodlust mode and doesn't really mm-hmm. know what's going on. Yeah, and they've got like the windows covered up with their mattresses. <laughs> I'm guessing, which is a little suspicious if you looked in the it's window. It's really bizarre. But <laughs> they've like demolished this hotel room. But I guess it's less suspicious than seeing a woman tied up on a chair. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. So they're trying to talk to her and find out where her nest is, and she kept saying that she doesn't know what she's they're talking about and is like really panicking about all this oh yeah like she's like genuinely freaking out and they start to realize this so they're you know kind of feeling bad for her yeah at this point i love the way sam responds he's like like they're like being like the big tough guys and then sam's like oh oh she really doesn't know what we're talking about and he like gets down on her her level and like his expression gets all like soft and open like he does when he's interviewing like a traumatized witness like it's Mm -hmm. that same kind of he goes into comfort the witness mode yeah um and then as she goes through her story he's just like like you can just see it all over his face like he's just devastated for her because there's so there's so many um monsters and supernatural so far they've just been you know victims of mm-hmm. other monsters or supernatural yeah beings. Well, like this she reminded me of madison mm-hmm. she didn't have a choice in what happened to her mm-hmm. which i think sam also can, really connects yeah. to this is another just another example or just of like any of the other innocent people that in, are possessed by demons and yeah stuff, you it's know? just someone who's just in the wrong place at the wrong time and met the wrong person yeah but she explains that her name is lucy she went to this this bar called the spider um, there was a guy there, um, she thinks his name was like Dixon or something. He put a few drink, a few drops of some kind of red drug in her drink. Um, and she's really scared cause she, she can't come down. Like she thinks she's just high and she can't come down. Um, yeah, she she's, thinks she's on this massive drug trip. <laughs> yeah. Poor girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is a reasonable assumption to make mm-hmm. considering like how he gave her the vampire blood. Um, she's hungry all the time. Sunshine hurts her skin. She can hear other people's blood pumping. Like all the lights are too bright. It's really loud. Um, the Dean very kind of really cruelly uh, explains to her like he's being kind of a dick about it. Yeah. Um, while Sam's just sitting there like this is horrible. Yeah. Um, I think Dean's kind of being, he's playing it. He has to be tough. He has to like put on the thick skin because Dean is a big softy um, on the inside, but he's very, he's much more practiced as Sam at hiding how like upset or mm-hmm. like, you know, how uh, difficult her story is to hear you know mm-hmm. and he him and sam like they like exchange looks and it's clear that he's like this is super fucked up but he, then he puts on the bag cop 
<laughs> a little bit. He's kind of a dick about it, but he explains that she drank vampire blood, and so she has become one. She doesn't believe them, but the boys go into the bathroom to talk for a second and agree that they don't really have any choice. Like, there's no cure for vampires, especially, like, like she, there's nothing they can do. Unless they choose you know? to be a vegetarian, as we've seen in previous episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless they choose to be a vegetarian. Um, but she's so young. I think that probably is a little bit harder for younger vampires. Like, the bloodlust, like, makes them go crazy a little bit. Um, so Dean goes and kills Lucy, which is sad. Mm-hmm. Poor Lucy. Honestly, this episode's really fucked up. <laughs> this episode's super fucked up. The monster in this episode, the monsters outside of Gordon, are like really sad. Yeah, they're really sad. Because like yeah. by the end of it, you feel really bad for Dixon too. Yeah. Like you're he just... was going through it. He was going about it in an awful way. We'll Supernatural talk about it a makes there. you feel bad for vampires uh-huh. a lot. Because <laughs> um, well, it makes it makes you view them as less than is more than just like mindless monsters yeah you know so um cut to a hospital where there's be- uh gordon and kubrick bust in as fbi agents <laughs> to the guy that was that survived lucy's attack in the warehouse the way they do this because sam and dino come in and they're like hi i'm, C- I'm agent yeah they're more so like so this is agent so and so chill fbi <laughs> can we ask you a few questions Are yeah you, you're down for that like they're like gentle about it and they'll like discuss a little bit and like kind of comfort the victims and Gordon and Kubrick are such dicks. Yeah, yeah they play like the oh scary my God. top oh, FBI they're agent. S- they're like <laughs> men in black. Yeah. Scary. Oh. But it just shows the kind of the really different kinds of hunters. Especially even like Sam and Dean talking to a vampire versus mm-hmm. Gordon and Kubrick talking to a human. Yeah. Like a victim. Someone who just survived something really traumatic. They're very much just in job mode. It's of. really different. Well, it really shows that I, for them, I think it's a lot less, especially for Gordon, it's really a lot less about saving people and more about just the killing. Killing you know, monsters. Sam and Dean do this to save people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, it's part, it's the very first part of their mantra, you know, saving people, hunting things, you know. Well, Gordon's, but for Gordon and especially, it's, like it's just, based, you know? yeah, it's just, especially when it comes to vampires. Yeah, because he's got a yeah personal. There's he doesn't see any sort of black and white in the world. Yeah, or any sort of gray. It's just all black and white. Well, it's super good and bad. Vampires are super personal to him. Mm-hmm. That's true. His sister. But he's just really, really cruel about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. So they interview the guy. Yeah, he doesn't. I guess remember a lot except that she attacked and bit him. Um. They're like pressing them to describe the two guys. The two guys. I just I love that he's like, well, one of them was tall, and then they knew immediately that's Sam. (laughs) That's all they need. (laughs) One of them was really tall. That's all he gave. (laughs) Could be anybody. It's so good. Uh, We cut to later in the evening. The boys are uh, have been checking out the bar where Lucy said she met Dixon. Um. Apparently, all three victims were last reported being seen there before the attack. Uh, so three blonde women, including Lucy, have gone missing from this bar. 
um, as they're walking out, they see a blonde girl across the street being taken into like an alley by a guy. Uh, they follow them, and the guy's about to give her a dose of vampire blood. Um, when they like come to the rescue, uh, she runs off, and the boys are following the vampire, only to get cornered <laughs> on the other end of the alley by Gordon and Kubrick, who, uh, as the boys start like running, like shoot after them. Um, the boys like duck down a corner, and they're kind of pinned down. And Dean's like, "Look, I'll draw them off. You." head home, you make a run for it. So Dean, uh, like, throws himself in front of the bullets, like an idiot, uh, and Kubrick follows after him, but Gordon is, Gordon knows that that wasn't Sam, um, and he's attempting to follow Sam, but he gets, uh, he gets, like, ambushed by the vampire and knocked unconscious. So. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> That's not gonna go great. Um, back at the motel, um, Dean arrives back in as Sam's waiting, um, and Sam kind of gets after Dean about being reckless, which again is the theme of this episode. It's the theme of this episode. Um, yeah. They talk about wondering how they Gordon escaped from jail and how he found them, and then they realize that uh, Bella called them the other day. Which is very convenient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dean gives Bella a call. <laughs> and he's like, hmm. So he gives Bella a call and she tells Dean him that <laughs> yeah, Gordon paid her to tell him where they were and that he had a gun to her head. Um, and Dean threatens to kill her and that she's ser- that he's serious. Oh, he is super serious. There's like, I'm gonna kill you, Bella. And then there's like, this is Dean's like, like, a little bit calm in the most terrifying way. Yeah. The way that he says this. He's like, if we survive this, I will kill you. And she's like, and she's you like, don't mean oh, that. Shit. <laughs> and he's like, listen to my voice and tell me I don't mean it. And then he hangs up on her. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. And she's like, oh, I didn't know it was a big deal. I didn't realize it'd be that big of a problem. And then like, as he like threatens her, she's like, like you could see it all over her face. She's like, "Oh shit, yeah, <laughs> oh I fucked up." <laughs> and she's like, "How do I get out of this?" <laughs> as as a, a character in a later episode says, uh, "Do you want to live the rest of your life knowing Dean Winchester's on your trail?" <laughs> like she she knows the boys. She knows that they're like like that they're badass hunters, but they're also kind of klutzes and goofballs, and you know. But she also knows that like dean is not someone to mess with yeah 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 you can just see all over her face she's like oh fuck oh fuck (laughs) i fucked up oh i fucked up (laughs) that tiktok yeah i should make a tiktok of that with that scene oh i fucked up audio i'm gonna do that (laughs) write that down nobody take that idea (laughs) oh we wake up we come or cut to an unknown location um, we never really find out where this is, actually. It's like a house, like a run-down house. Dixon is clearly squatting. Um, Gordon finds himself inside a vampire nest. Um, there are two blonde girls, like, hanging from their wrist. wrist like, I've got ceiling. a thing for blonde girls. He does. I think his daughter was blonde. Hmm. So, when um, we learned that the vampire has been turning people to create a new family, because hunters killed his whole nest including his daughter 
Um, he even has like a picture of like like an old fashioned like sepia. Yeah, like Victorian age. Yeah, of a young girl. Um, and Gordon like, oh Gordon is, Gordon has, he doesn't see vampires as capable of any sort of rational thought or emotion. Mm-hmm. He sees them as just mindless killing machines, which if you just listen to Dixon for half a second, you realize he's not. Mm-hmm. He's actually doing this for a very like emotional, actually very human almost reason, which is that he wants a family, mm-hmm. that he lost his whole family, and so now he's trying to create a new one. Mm-hmm. And that's a very, like that craving for community is a very, very human um He's lonely. Dang. He's lonely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is something that Dean connects to him with later. Yeah. And like, yeah, we'll get to that. But, but um, but Gordon, it, Gordon doesn't hear any of that. Like it's going in one ear and out the other. He's not listening at all. He is just, he's just taunting Dixon, just unleashing this diatribe of like abuse and like verbal, um, harassment kind of, and like, calling them names and uh talking down to him and basically talking about how he's like a mindless animal and dixon's like you know what you know what i had a plan that plan is out the window goodbye you fucked yourself over have a yeah <laughs> enjoy your slow death because he has decided that instead of killing gordon and like making him the lunch for his new daughters um these two young blonde girls that he's turned already, he is going to turn Gordon into a vampire instead. Become the, the thing that you hate type of thing. Yeah, so he does that. <laughs> quite poetic. Until it In turns on him later. Yeah, it doesn't end up well for him. <laughs> um, back at the motel, the boys are sharpening their blades and agree that Gordon's not getting away this time. <laughs> Sam's like, we can't let him get away with this. And Dean's like, really? I thought you'd be like, no, we can't. He's human. It's wrong. <laughs> he does this fantastically. He's like impression, quote unquote, of Sam. It's so funny. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they realize that he won't stop until they're dead or he's dead. So they decide to go after Gordon. Yeah. This time, Dean receives another call from Bella. <laughs> the way he answers the phone, he's like, what? <laughs> he's, mad at, he's mad at her. And Bella is trying to get on their good side. I love how she just, like, spews this out really quickly. Yeah, she's like, I bet you didn't kill me. <laughs> she's like, um, I don't want to be on her bad side, so I talked to a talking spirit board. <laughs> <laughs> because we deport is copyright. <laughs> which I love (laughs) she's like I talked to the spirits on the other side and they told me Gordon's exact location Um, she tells them that he's in this two story warehouse near the riverfront um, and that the spirits also had a clear message to tell them to leave town run like hell and don't go after Gordon (laughs) yeah where are they in this episode I don't even know oh they're in Albany New York oh okay spirits are very helpful yeah If only they could have been like, Gordon's a vampire now. Goodbye. Run. <laughs> they did say, run away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Gordon wakes up. He's tied up now like the girls. He manages, he's like, everything's like really loud. I love the way they do the editing around this mm-hmm. to really show how Gordon is being like overwhelmed by just sound. Like there's this like loud, like 
like clunking sound mm-hmm. that he keeps hearing and that, like he, that he realizes is um like a pocket watch it's like mm, a yeah. pocket watch over on like a table that's just ticking it's, it's just like, doing its little ticks but he can every every little tick is super super loud it's like all of a sudden you have the supernatural hearing and yeah in sight and you're not used to it it's like yeah, overwhelming he's, he's, i love the way they do the editing to show just how overwhelmed he is um, with the lights too he manages, the bright lights and the mm-hmm. like the effect of like the tail lights and yeah it's cool like it's like the lights like hanging in his vision like yeah. when you look into a bright light for too long and then you get the weird spots it's a little bit like that yeah um but he manages to break loose of the ceiling um and we don't see him do it but he kills the girls before he escapes <laughs> one of them like pleads for him to help them mm-hmm. um and then we just cut to him outside but in that in that cut there was some some murders that happened <laughs> Some brutal ones. Yeah. That I'm glad we didn't see. <laughs> um, outside, um, he, like, walks out onto, like, an alleyway. Everything is really loud. The lights are too bright. Or I guess it's, like, a street because, like, a car drives by and the headlights are just blinding. That same. I feel that. I feel ya. I cannot drive. I hate driving at night. <laughs> Everybody's headlights are so bright these days. Mm-hmm. Um, he, but he sees a man changing a tire and he can hear the guy's, like, heart pumping. Um, and he tries to fight it. He, like, braces himself against a window. And we get the reflection where we can see his fangs, like, emerging. I love the way that they do the fangs on the mm-hmm. vampires in Supernatural, where it's not, like, the two pointy teeth. It's more like... It's like a shark mouth, shark, almost. Yeah, it's, like yeah. Shark, it's shark really, cake. really monstrous and very well done. Um, and we cut to, like, the guy who is changing his tire. He gets inside his car, and Gordon pops up in the back seat and attacks him. And then we get an iconic blood splatter across the windows. Of course. <laughs> they was like, yeah, there it is. <laughs> There's a lot of blood splatters this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh. um, so the boys arrive at the warehouse, and they find Dixon kneeling alone in the room with the two um, girls hanging from the ceiling and their heads are missing yeah so that's fun mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> it's super fun um, <laughs> especially when sam explains something in a minute well, yeah um dixon talks about he how he was desperate um and he's like crying oh yeah he's like it's honestly like super devastating yeah like you can really feel his pain mm-hmm. and he asks dean if he knows what it's like to not like not give a damn and it's like being dead already yeah and which dean can connect with yeah when he talks about how he was he's he's like just do it just kill me he's like i don't he's like i've watched everybody i love die and i am facing eternity alone and like that is he's like Mm -hmm. i can't imagine a worse hell and dean's like well there's hell (laughs) (laughs) but like like you can really feel dixon's pain this actor Mm -hmm. does a very good job um, I don't remember his name. Matthew Humphreys. I don't think I've seen him in anything else. Um, yeah. But he does a really good job of really getting us in these little... He's got two scenes, really. Like, two, three scenes. But the first one, he just beats up Gordon. Um, but he's got two scenes where we really get to know his character. Mm-hmm. And you just really feel for him. Like, yeah, he's doing a really horrible thing. He's going about this all the wrong way. But you can understand his motivation. Yeah. Because he's... He's being, he's like, desperate. So and, yeah. Yeah. 
and he's I, I assume I, they kill him because we don't really see yeah, what happens I'm, but. Prob- I'm assuming they kill him um but yeah I like what he says about he you know what it you know what it's like to just not give a damn mm-hmm. and that is yeah that is exactly what Dean is feeling lately he just doesn't care mm-hmm. and it is like being dead already and that's the reason he doesn't care is because he's dead already yeah oh <laughs> uh, but continuing um sam has made his way over to the bodies during this exchange and realizes that the heads weren't cut off they were ripped off yeah and he starts to realize what happened yeah there's there's no conversation of oh fuck gordon's vampire or anything like that oh my Mm -hmm. there's no you changed gordon like you turned gordon there's none of that conversation you just just see it like they just they just know Mm -hmm. like well, because Dixon talked about, like, he wanted to get revenge, and he, it was a mistake to bring Gordon into his home and, like, expose his family to Gordon. And, like, Gordon is missing. Gordon's not there. And we have two... There, Dean picks up Gordon's machete. Mm-hmm. He does. Oh, yeah. So there was a machete right there that Gordon could have used. Yeah. And he didn't. And no natural human... Yeah, can, can do that, yeah. ...can behead like tear someone's head off with their bare hands that's not something you can do with human strength unless you have a barbed wire like sam later well that's with your bare hands bare (laughs) hands i know (laughs) no tools um but yeah like it's immediately very obvious i love the way they do that that unspoken Mm -hmm. like passing of knowledge to the audience like it's very obvious what has happened here uh, Gordon, meanwhile, has arrived at Kubrick's trailer. He, like, appears. It's creepy. Uh, he tells Kubrick that he has been turned into a monster, and Kubrick's gonna have to kill him, but Gordon asks him to wait. Um, to the fridge. Yeah. I think it's the fridge. Um, he wants to do one more thing, which is kill Sam Winchester. He says it's the one good thing that could come out of this nightmare. He can do one good, one last good deed. Um, and Kubrick... Um, he pretends to agree, and he's like, yeah, one last good deed, but then he attempts to attack Gordon from behind. Uh, Gordon is a vampire now, though. He has, like, super hearing and stuff. He can, like, I like how they cue him into, like, Kubrick trying to attack him by him hearing his increased heart rate, you know? his heart rate. It's really great editing. I love the sound editing in this episode. It's it's so good. good. The little details, absolutely nail it. Well, and then he, like shoves his hand through Kubrick and yanks it back out again and then as Kubrick like slumps against him you hear his heartbeat stop Mm -hmm. and it's so effective yeah it's so good I just I really love the sound editing in this episode they really did a good job with it um just absolutely nailed it but yeah um, Go back to the motel. Yeah, again at the motel, their demolished motel room, and they're like, oh "Gosh, yeah." The boys have definitely not slept in the last twenty-four hours. Oh no, there's yeah. nowhere to sleep. They've they saw their I mattresses guess, stacked against the windows. Yeah, I guess they could sleep on the floor, <laughs> but they definitely haven't slept. <laughs> um, so Dean's been looking for Gordon, and he, like, it's, spent the whole day. Yeah, and it's almost nighttime. Um. Sam has the idea to destroy their phones so Gordon can't track them. Um, Dean tells Sam he's going to go after Gordon alone, but Sam lectures him and tells him, you know, he'll get killed and he's been 
like reckless lately mm-hmm. doesn't care I'm, about things says i'm tired of your kamikaze shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't i don't think he says it exact that way but. yeah and he's like <laughs> i don't know it doesn't say something about like like i want my brother back like you well, gotta yeah, he still has this whole like live while he you tells can you know D, type of he's thing he's like uh you have to drop the act he's like i i know you're scared you're going to hell you're freaking out and dean's like no i'm not like he's trying to put on the tough man routine and sam's like just drop the bullshit and he tells dean he flat out says this is one of the, like the more iconic or most iconic like brother moments is he says i've been looking up to you since i was four dean like studying you trying to be just like my big brother I know you better than anyone, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, he, nobody knows Dean the way that Sam knows Dean. He knows exactly how Dean acts. He says, this is how you act when you're terrified. Um, and he really doesn't blame Dean for being so scared. But he wishes that Dean would drop the act and just be his brother again. Yeah. Yeah. And that gets through to Dean, finally. Finally. Yeah. So, so. Dean finally agrees to wait out the night with Sam or until Gordon shows up. Yeah. It's like either we either we stay here and Gordon doesn't find us or Gordon finds us. So they barricade the door with a bed frame. <laughs> <laughs> the Sam sets up that um, like scent covering sm- spell that John used in um, Dead Man's Blood, so Gordon can't track them. Uh, and they get new phones. After a couple hours of waiting, Dean's new phone rings. And Sam's like, you've had that phone like two hours, Dean. Who did you give the number to? <laughs> Some random girl. Yeah. Gordon. It's Gordon. Uh, he found them. Dean's like, how did you get this number? Gordon's like, your scent is all over the phone store. So, there's that. Uh, he He's like, like, come out and play, basically. And they're like, how about you come to us? And he's like, hmm, I don't think so. And reveals that he has kidnapped a poor girl. Uh, he is going to kill her if they're not at this warehouse location in 20 minutes. Dean's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, Gordon, you're still a hunter. And Gordon's like, no, I'm not. I'm a monster. <laughs> not to be dramatic or anything. Good lord. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's basing his decisions off of what he thinks he is instead of letting his choices define who he is yeah exactly that's exactly it that was perfectly explained oh thanks he's like (laughs) i'm a i've been turned into a vampire and vampires are monsters so therefore i'm a monster like a monster instead of being like no i'm an individual and i can be what i want to be Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah that's exactly it (sighs) gordon but the boys they have to save the girl so they go to the warehouse they find her tied up on the floor they they're attempting to escape with her and they get sidetracked when a garage door slams down between them and sam is trapped inside the old garage door trick (laughs) (laughs) this is uh this is something that happens a few times at the show not specifically the garage doors but they'll get separated by a door and the way the way they the way they panic they're like sam dean sam dean there's just like like an inch of steel between them and they're just like frantic and they're like i can't see my brother anymore (laughs) so they just they do this they do this sam's on the other side of the door and dean's like meltdown mode (laughs) (laughs) 
my friends and I like oh, to make fun funny. of him all the time for it. It happens a couple times and it never gets less funny. <laughs> Just the way that he freaks out. But the lights go out uh, and Sam it's knows It's not like it's a cave-in or something. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not like someone got hit a by a door. rock. Granted, there is a uh, former hunter, now vampire, that is dead set on killing Sam on yeah. the other side of the door, but still. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, the lights go out. Sam knows immediately Gordon's in this room. Uh, he takes out his machete, ready to fight Gordon, while Dean is desperately, meanwhile, trying to break down the door. This is, They kind of cut back and forth here, so we'll do Dean first. Um, Dean's trying to break down the door. Why does it he just He's, go in the entrance that they came in? Or is that the entrance they came in? I think the entrance they came in. <laughs> okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, it's not working, and he is distracted momentarily when he realizes that the gore... The, the, or the girl... The... The girl. <laughs> the girl that Gordon has kidnapped has been turned into a vampire. Like, Gordon? Yeah. Why did you do that? Yeah. Well, I think at this time, Dean, Sam says something like, uh, says something about, uh, like, you wouldn't have killed that girl or something, or you didn't kill that girl that makes you not a monster. And Gordon says, no, I did something so much worse to her. Mm-hmm. And, which really he did. Why did he do that? Like, I can't think he's of the motivation. A monster. I mean, well, because now he's he's separated Sam and Dean, and he's got Sam to himself, but he's set a, a, a feral like young vampire loose on Dean. That's true. Like she's hungry. Yes, he needed a bigger distraction. Sidekick. Well, he needed a distraction, something to potentially take out Dean, but definitely to keep him distracted long enough for Gordon yeah. to take out Sam. But thankfully, um, Dean brought the cult with him. Dean brought the cult, so. <laughs> It doesn't take him very long to dispatch this poor young girl who got... This is four young women in this episode mm-hmm. that got... Victimized. Victimized by a vampire. Yeah. And died because of it. Yeah. Like, that is so awful. That's really awful. It's always young it's girls. Show. <laughs> it always is, too. It's, it's, it's always young girls. But it's just... Ugh. This fucking show sometimes. It's sad. Yeah. Meanwhile, oh, babe gets the best part. <laughs> you can say it if you want. So inside, Sam's in like the pitch dark, and Gordon's like kind of like taunting him and doing the mm. villain monologue thing, which the they can't thing. always help but do. Oh yeah, he's got a monologue. He's got a monologue. I think. There's some quotes. No, we don't. Oh, the showdown between Sam and Gordon after Gordon turns off the lights is reminiscent of a similar scene involving Clarice and Buffalo Bill, Buffalo Bill during the climax of Silence of the Lambs. Hmm. I've never seen that. Oh, in Bram Stoker's Dracula, Lucy Wisterna is an unknowing victim of the vampire. Other, likewise, Lucy in this episode is an unknowing victim. Hmm. Huh. I like that you can, like, you cut to, like... Um, his vampire vision, like night vision, oh, and then yeah, you just see like, Sam like in the dark, stumbling around yeah. in the dark. And we get yeah. these really cool close-ups of like Gordon's like man. You can just see his teeth. Mm-hmm. Gordon has the whitest teeth. <laughs> he does. Like, yeah. I swear to God, he has a really good like. He's got monster face, dental <laughs> hygiene for a hunter. <laughs> he just ha- he, he can deliver the scariest expressions, like the most intense. Oh yeah, Sterling is phenomenal. He's really good. Oh yeah. Um, 
And so, yeah, he tells Sam that he's got two final good deeds, killing Sam and then killing himself. Yeah. Um, and then he charges Sam and they break through a wall into the next room as yeah. Dean comes running in. Um, he's trying to fire another shot from the cult, but Gordon attacks him and starts, like, biting his neck. Yeah. Um, and then Sam... I think I was looking at my notes at that point. <laughs> I forgot that part. <laughs> So Sam grabs a strand of razor wire from the table and um, basically he, like, strangles Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's got some, like, rags protecting his own hands a little bit. Oh, and yeah. he gets the this barbed wire around Gordon's neck and yeah. just pulls, like a garrote yeah. kind of thing. And he bit. decapitates him. <laughs> yeah. With barbed wire. Yeah. And it shouldn't be hot. <laughs> but it's a little bit hot. <laughs> <laughs> Dean is equally shocked by this. <laughs> Dean's like, dude, you just took on a supercharged Gordon <laughs> with no weapons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then we get the most disgusting shot of the whole oh. show, I think. Just <laughs> yeah. Of Gordon's decapitated head. Yeah. yeah. You can you can see his body, but on our screen it was a little too dark. I like the color balance or something sometimes the show is so fucking dark like yeah. lighting wise yeah we were watching twilight last night there was a whole scene that i was like hmm i would be love nice to know what's happening, what happening in this yeah. <laughs> it's just all in the black like it's all just dark yeah and i don't know why tv shows and movies do that i had a huge issue with that with the later harry potter movies like even They're in the theater really i could not see very yeah. well what was going on yeah like, like and this, it's on bad. a big screen too. I, mm-hmm. I think sometimes they color balance and stuff for theaters and don't really think about people watching it at home. Yeah, as much. But even in the theater, it was bad. But like. yeah, if it's bad in the theater, you know it's really bad. But yeah, some of the later Harry Potter ones are super, super bad. Like, I love, it'd be nice to see what was have happening. Have you seen right? that 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 image? That's a screen cap from every single. Like a Harry Potter, yeah. From every single Harry Potter movie, it's just like it's light to dark. darker, and then there's like one little bright bit at the end the, near the yeah. end, which is the scene in the train station with Dumbledore, yeah. and then it's just dark again. I mean, it works <laughs> thematically, but still, it does. It does. I want to try and find we it. We need it a bit. Um, we need to be able to see what's going on. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's this. It's the Harry Potter movies. Here. Open image in your tab. (laughs) It's just like like lots of like red and orange kind of the beginning and we get it's like pretty even. We get some blue. And we get then we're getting darker and darker. Like this this one, whatever this is right here in the middle is like all a lot of the same color. We're like getting darker and darker and darker, and it's just bright white. <laughs> oh, do you know what that was? What? That was when he um, died. Yeah, it's the train scene with Dumbledore yeah. at the end. I was thinking of uh, 19 years later, which is oh no, also lighter. I said at the it, end, it's but... with Dumbledore. Yeah, right at the end, it's just bright white. It's yeah. like the one strip of bright white in the middle of it. I mean, they're pretty I'll much all like this white in, the show notes. in the background. For the um, actually, I need that because I'm gonna look up that Etsy thing. Yeah, they do it for, like, a bunch of movies, too. Let's see if I can find her. Yeah. Chaos Lily Creations. 
It's really cool. The crater. Okay. But yeah. Um. But yeah, like that's what I just thought of. It's just like it's so dark, so dark. So yeah, all I could see was Gordon's head, but his body is like there too. Um. Then we cut to daytime. The boys are like parked off the side of a back road. We're having a little moment, They're drinking some beer. Dean's fixing a rattling sound. I like the, car the scene. It's, it's cute so, and sad, but it's, it's cute. cute. <laughs> it's bittersweet. It's a really bittersweet scene. Uh, and Dean's like, you know what? Get over here. And he's like, points out different parts of the car. He's like, this is the this, this is this, and there, and you know. And he's like, and the rot here's this and on top of it is and sam's like the carburetor <laughs> like he's like what's with the auto shop <laughs> um and dean's like you're gonna have to uh you're gonna need to know this stuff basically um i think i i think they have the quotes um sam's or dean's like yeah you fix it and dean's, sam's like dean you barely let me drive this thing and dean says well it's time you should know how to fix it gonna need to know these things for the future and besides that's my job right show my little brother the ropes <laughs> and then he tells he sits down on the, the cooler <laughs> with his beer and tells sam to put his shoulder into it <laughs> and then we get this really cute this really gorgeous shot of sam cranking away at something in the car while he's just chilling with his beer <laughs> it's a really cute reversal of the shot at the beginning where sam's sitting and dean's got yeah in the, working on the car but it's so bittersweet yeah so bittersweet because i think dean's accepting a little bit more that like he's not gonna be around forever even if even if they do manage to save dean from his deal dean's not gonna be around forever you know and sam's gonna need to know how to fix the car i think he i think he kind of knows that even if they manage to save him from going to hell yeah he's gonna um He's gonna, uh, probably not last, like, <laughs> they're only like four he's years probably apart, not gonna right? live to an old age. <laughs> well, they're hunters, though. Yeah, that's true. You know? So, Dean, I think Dean, most hunters die young. Bobby's pretty old for a hunter, and he's mm-hmm. probably like John's age. You yeah. Know? So, I'd assume he's probably 40s, 50s at this point. Probably closer, it's probably in his 50s, because at this point, Dean's like a year older than I am now. My dad's early fifties, so that's Bobby's probably around that age too. Um, I don't know what Bobby's age is really, but yeah, like Dean, Dean knows like hunters don't live forever, and if either of them's gonna go out young, like it's gonna be him, even if they like save him from the, the demon deal. So, like, gotta make sure that his baby's taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> Though, to be fair, Sam did get to die young and beautiful, which is something I remind myself of every day. Oh. <laughs> Random, but the actress Mercedes McNabb that played the schoolgirl turned vampire. Um, oh. oh, she played Harmony and Buffy and later Angel. Wait, Who did that's she play confusing. In this? <laughs> the wording is confusing in that. I thought it meant so that she was the. She played schoolgirl turned vampire Harmony and Buffy and later Angel. Who does she play in? Supernatural. Oh, she's Lucy. Who's Lucy? She plays Lucy. The um, yeah, she played the the blonde girl from the beginning of the episode, the first oh, vampire. Okay. So she's she yeah, played a vampire like, in another. She, she's good at playing funny. vampires. Yeah, she's been typecasted as a vampire. Oh no. <laughs> 
Ja. Okay. <laughs> mm. When the fight is over with Gordon, Dean stands next to a sign that says 183 days, possibly a reference to how long he has left in his deal. Oh. I didn't notice that. That's a cool detail. That was cool. So, yeah. But, yeah. They leave off on kind of a bittersweet note of Dean kind of accepting a little more that he's not going to be around forever. Being a little less reckless in the future. Hopefully. Knowing Dean, though. <laughs> and I did realize we, the next episode started playing. Yeah. <laughs> We're having our Christmas episode Christmas next week. Christmas in June. <laughs> Happy Pride. It's Merry Christmas. Supernatural Christmas. <laughs> yes, this is very exciting because next week, next week we are indeed covering a very supernatural Christmas. I'm excited. I like this episode. It's I like fun. this one too. <laughs> it's going to be fun to do Christmas in June. June. Um, but yeah, this episode is a classic. Well, I mean, it works. It's halfway through the year. Oh, yeah. We're about halfway through the year, huh? Yeah. Fun. But yeah, I think that is it for this week. I think we covered everything. Haley's gonna go to bed. I'm gonna edit. <laughs> I have to wake up in six hours. Oh, no. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. Five hours. Five hours. I was gonna say six hours. I thought you had to be at work by eight. Yeah, I have to be at work in six yeah. hours. <laughs> go sweep. <laughs> but I think that's it for this week. Um, I don't remember how to do this. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear and you haven't already, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. We are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all those fun places. Also, if you're able to, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It helps the algorithm. You can also leave like a a star rating on spotify now i think oh really um i've heard that huh. from some other podcasts i haven't tried it myself so but if you can do that we'd love that too um if you have any fellow supernatural fans please tell them about us if you would like to reach out you can find the podcast on twitter at talk about sam pod on instagram at we need to talk about sam podcast and on tumblr and tiktok at we need to talk about sam i am the little red who could on twitter and or I'm Lil Red Who Could on Twitter and the Little Red Who Could on Tumblr. And Haley, my love, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at on 3 and yeah. Tumblr at hfthoughts-blog. Thank you guys again so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. doing the thing. We're back. I guess we'll find out if the AC causes the problem when it turns on again. <laughs> Coming at you in our new, I I spelled that our new apartment. Huh. Yeah. Our first podcast. Yeah. Living together. <laughs> With our new setup. So I don't know how it sounds because we didn't do a tester. We should have done a tester. It doesn't, doesn't sound echoey. That's to our own ears. I don't know about the microphone. We'll find out. We're trying to be a little bit quieter because it is late at night and we're against a wall and I don't know what's on the other side of this wall. A neighbor. <laughs> a neighbor. I don't know if it's a bedroom. They're, I don't know if it's a living room. I feel like for apartments, they're pretty thick walls. Like, I haven't heard yeah. any neighbors ever, really. Well, we only heard, like, I think I heard a neighbor, like, yelling earlier this, like, early this morning. Did you? I yeah. I mostly can when hear them if they're in the hallway. Yeah. If they're in the hallway, you can hear them because the doors. Yeah. Um, but I can't hear, like, anyone to either side of us. 
I heard, I think it, one of these neighbors, like, they were having an argument, and the oh. guy was yelling really loudly Uh-oh. this morning, <laughs> and I could hear him, but that was the first time I'd heard any, either of our neighbors. Yeah. I think they were, I think they were on this side. Mm. I haven't heard any yet, other than in the hallway. We're in our new apartment. It's we're on exciting. the top floor, too, so we have no upstairs neighbors, mm-hmm. which is nice. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, I think we've got pretty thick walls. Yeah. Which is good. Which is a plus. You don't yeah. normally get that in apartments. It's really a nice nice feature of this apartment. So, which we didn't expect that. Like, yeah. we were fully expecting, like, both of us are used to apartment living. We totally know you can hear your neighbors. It's, it's just a fact of life, you know? Yeah. But here it's been super, super quiet. We really like this complex a lot so far. I really like it. There's good it. security. People are nice. Mm-hmm. It's very dog-friendly. Very dog-friendly, which is why we picked it. It was one, one of, of the main reasons. driving factors. Yeah. And the location. Because uh-huh. it's, like, right by the freeway exit, so uh-huh. we can get to work really quickly and stuff. So it's right by the mall. It's not too far from the Walmart. It's, yeah, it's a pretty good mm-hmm. location. It's, very, it's a much more industrial location. Like we don't more have, urban. Yeah, there's not like neighborhoods around us. We have a golf course on one side and a freeway on the other, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or, or buy a bunch of hotels too and mm-hmm. stuff. A bunch like, of hotels, office buildings, train station. Yeah. Which is nice. There's a train station. So. But yeah, yeah it's good. It's, I'm much closer to my work now. She is. She's only 15 minutes from her work and I think I'm like 20, 25. Depends on the traffic. I'm like 18 to 20 minutes in the morning. But yeah, but in the afternoon, it's a little faster, isn't it? I get off during rush hour, so now. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it takes me about 30 minutes to get yeah. home now from work, but on a yeah. good day, it takes like 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. so that's yeah, nice. It's good. We like living together. We like it. We're doing good. <laughs> we still have a lot of boxes. Not a lot, actually. It's actually making progress. I think I could probably count all the boxes. One, two, three, four. Still. I mean. Five, six. I think that's the seven one over there. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. And I think there's like. Did you count me? Yeah, I did. I think there's like two or three more in the bedroom. So, like, 15 boxes left? There's more than two or three in the bedroom. Is there more than... I'm not counting the clothes boxes. We're not okay. counting those right now because we don't have a dresser yet, so all of our clothes are in boxes. That's our dresser right now. I'm not counting them. I'm just counting, like... Okay. Then, yeah, that's probably yeah. right, then. Yeah. I think that one is mostly empty. I think I'm going to finish emptying it tomorrow. Yeah, whatever you want to unpack so, tomorrow And I'm going <laughs> to emboss the rest of my books. I'm going to go through my keepsake box, too. But... Yeah. We have so many books. <laughs> we, we need more bookshelves. We need more bookshelves. We don't even have all of Haley's books here. We've got all of mine, but we don't have all of Haley's. We also have... We have um, most of mine, but not all. We have the Funko Army to our backs right now. <laughs> How many Funkos do you think are up there? Let's see. There's... They're stacked Probably four 30 high. or so. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, four times twelve is forty-eight. Okay, so more. 50, 51. <laughs> so more than 30. <laughs> 62 in boxes. No, 63 in boxes if you count Mickey. 64, my dinosaur. So 64 in boxes, and then there's like a bunch of miscellaneous, like loose ones. 2, 3, Mickey? 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. There's like eight Mickey loose one. ones. Mickey. Mickey and, um,. In the the Jungle Cruise. Oh, okay, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. 
So we have over 60 in boxes and then like eight or so that are like loose. Oh my gosh, we have so many. I don't know. Here, be quiet for a second. I think it is a little Yeah, bit. it's 100% picking that up. Okay. I don't think it's very loud though. I'm going to turn it off for now. Yeah. It's probably good. I'm just going to turn off our AC for the minute. We have a smart home. <laughs> so we can do all this digitally now, which is crazy. I turned it off. Yeah, it takes a minute. I did that earlier too. You turned it off? Yeah, I tried to. Did it work? I actually didn't pay attention to see if it worked. It didn't work right away. Here, let me turn it to goodbye, because then it's warmer. It sets it a little bit warmer. Maybe it'll turn off a little bit. Come on. It's really loud. You can see, you can totally see. Yeah. You can totally hear the AC. Hopefully it turns off in a second. Um, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> there, there it goes. goes. Yay. Jinx. Okay. It's really loud. It's that one vent. Yes, yeah, it's that one vent that's That loud. one vent right above the TV, like, whistles. It's I wonder really if we loud. could have them know. look at it. I don't Maybe know. it needs to be cleaned or something. I don't know. No, neither of us can reach that. We have 10-foot ceilings. It's really high. <laughs> yes. It makes our apartment feel really nice and big and spacious. Mm -hmm. We have, like, big windows to match and stuff. It's really nice. It's a really good apartment for, like, an average cost of rent for our area. Which is still ridiculously high. Still a lot. <laughs> but, but not as high as Utah's it can get. Utah's got a high cost of living, but yeah, it's definitely not as high as it can get. I have a friend who lives in downtown. I wonder how much he pays. I'll have to ask him. That's definitely not New York he prices. Like, he lives, like, rent. four blocks from the whale. The whale? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the whale. Yeah. I want to go see the whale still. We do. We should go see it. But yeah, he lives like four blocks from there. Okay. I wonder what his prices look like. Because that's much closer to downtown. Yeah. That's like ten minutes from the Capitol building or something, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty close. About-ish. Maybe closer. It probably is closer. But yeah. We should see what his prices look like. Because I don't even know. I didn't even look at down there. We looked in like this area. I looked at, I looked at one. A studio, remember? Yeah. I'm glad we didn't go for a studio. Yeah. We would have <laughs> had a hard time with storage. Yeah. We would have had a hard time with storage and a hard time with furniture. It would have been really squishy because I'm assuming a studio would probably would have been about the size of this main room. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? They would have had to fit a bed in here too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We wouldn't have been able to have a full couch. No. Yeah. Um, we probably would have had to use the bed as our couch, you know? Probably. But... Yeah. So this might even be kind of big for a studio, this main room. I don't know. It's possible. But yeah, it's fun. It's nice. It's uh, nice. We like having a one bedroom uh, at least. Let me drink over there. Do you want your drink? Sure. It's almost gone, but. Yeah. Want me to get it? I get it. Mm. I don't know. On the couch still? Chloe. Oh, she's on her bed. Hi, baby. You're on the bed. She's sitting on the bed. Oh, Chloe's back now because she lives with us. Yeah. Where's Chloe? Chloe, come here. I'm going to turn this off for now. Chloe. I think Chris is fine now. Come here. Where'd you go? Hi, honey. Hi. You come up with your mommy? Wow. <laughs> Say hi. Say hi to all the lovely people. 
Chloe interruptions again. Chloe's back, just like the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> I love my baby. She's really cute. She okay. got a new haircut. She did. She, she looks, looks all very clean. nice. She looks very nice. She's messaging me on Discord. Oh, Hallis. Hi, Hallis. All right. But yeah, lots of fun things. We went to Pride today. Did. We did. It was good. Was I got a book. It was very fun. I got um, Honey Girl by Morgan Rogers. I'm like, Which I've heard good things about. I'm three chapters into it. And <laughs> it's good. It's I've been, gay. I've been reading... Yeah, that's part of why I got it. I've been reading a lot more queer books lately, and it's yeah. really helped me kind of reignite my passion. I've got a big library of them, too. We yeah. need to read. <laughs> yeah. So... You used to be so hard get? to find queer books. I got some books. pretty rocks. It's got easier. You got a pretty ring. I got a ring. I got some coasters that are yeah. like artwork of like naked women <laughs> like tasteful you know it's like, like like shadows and silhouettes kind of abstract yeah well it's like playing with light and shadows across like the shape of a body with fun colors yeah and fun colors so. i got a cool um it's like a pride pin but it's like a pride lily oh yeah we both got one there's yeah. an artist i should link her i should Put her information in the show notes for you guys because she does amazing art mm-hmm. and she, she has does these pride store. pins that are li- lilies and then she does the patterns she's of got, colors on the petal for the flags she's got like all the pride flags mm-hmm. i think she said she's got how many flags i don't know should see if like she, 50 have a flags or something on. like that you should or at least like request it you could like Excuse dm me. her and request it yeah um but i got her by demi pin a couple or a few months ago we went to evermore mm-hmm. and we saw her booth there no, i got it for you yeah you got it for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then today i got her gender queer one i got the lesbian one today she got the lesbian one they're really really pretty but yeah so i'll link those in the show notes for you guys because i think they're really gorgeous and i think you guys would like them what did i get what yesterday i got us some fun stickers she got some fun stickers from a local artist. she got me a b one it's really cute it's really cute <laughs> And I got something else yesterday. What did I get? What did I get? I don't know. Chloe got a new toy. Chloe got a new unicorn toy. She got a unicorn dog. She really toy. likes it. She does. She wanted me to throw it earlier. <laughs> She's been thrashing it around the house. She has been. She's been murdering it. That's how I she know does I got it. one more thing yesterday. That's going to bug me now. <laughs> mm. Hmm. It was something small. Yeah, it was. Got stickers, multiple stickers. Mm-hmm. No, that'll come to you. <laughs> That's gonna bug me really bad. <laughs> Let me look at my receipts. Hold on. <laughs> See if you can remember. Not that any of you care, but it's bugging me, so... <laughs> But yeah, it was fun. It was my first time going to, like, Pride Pride. Because um, last year for COVID, I think 2020 Pride was canceled. And then 2021 Pride, they did, like, um, a walkthrough Like a garden. history of... Yeah, like, the history cool. of Pride in Utah and Pride in general. So, like, there was a section for, like mormon like pride throughout mormon history which was really cool 
um, and so like queer um, BYU professors and like one of um, Brigham Young's children was born a man but dressed as a woman for most of their life and like performed as a woman and stuff which yeah. was cool and like I think there was a trans pioneer yeah like all the gay cool pioneers stuff. it was cool. so cool it was really cool and then there was like sections of like the stonewall riots and mm-hmm. all that and there was um there was like a whole huge section about the transgender community mm-hmm. um and then they had like a flag walk with all the different yeah, flags. Yeah, that was like at the end. They had the they had a section like highlighting like queer people of like queer people of interest. You know, mm-hmm. people who've like done incredible things that were queer. And then yeah, there was a flag walk that had all the flags, and then like explanations for what the flag meant and like for like what the flag stood for and what like that identity mm-hmm. like definitions for that identity and then like what each of the colors mean yeah within the flag cool. which was really cool because i never really thought about it yeah they all represent something yeah it was really cool but it wasn't like a true it wasn't like a pride festival but yeah it was really neat it was a really cool there wasn't like any pride. booths to buy anything there was no parade no but it was still but fun it was still really fun but this year was like a true festival and we didn't go to the parade because it was kind of early in the morning, and neither was really morning people, and Babe had a therapy appointment and stuff, so it was, we didn't we didn't go to the parade, but we went Mm-mm. in the afternoon to the festival. Yeah, and that was really cool. It was super busy. It was my first time back in three years. Super super so it was busy. Fun. But it was fun. It was kind of like, like the vendor hall at Fanex, but with gays and not cosplayers. Yeah, there's still cosplayers. <laughs> there's there. definitely still cosplayers. <laughs> Lots of furries. Lots of furries. I don't. I don't know how they weren't dying. Oh my gosh, that must have been so hot. <laughs> Hopefully they were hydrating. Most of most of everybody was wearing like as little as they possibly <laughs> well, yeah. could. It's like most of people have the opposite problem. <laughs> yeah, sun I exposure. So many men walking around in just like briefs. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like, yeah. Jock straps and so many <laughs> ladies with their tits out yeah <laughs> yeah which is i, I, I was all for that i almost bought some pasties yeah, that's some maybe fun next ones. year they had some fun rainbow ones and stuff i've never i've never worn anything like that so <laughs> the the most scandalous i was the most scandalous i get today which is that i had my sports bra on and then i had button-up shirt over it and i didn't i didn't button it up so <laughs> it was real hot <laughs> and i like wear my long-waisted or my my high-waisted leggings so they like go all the way up to like the middle of my torso <laughs> whole thing <laughs> but yeah it was fun it was fun hi baby do you want to come over here you i was wearing my cora saw me shirt she was getting a lot of compliments on it yesterday <laughs> yeah not so many today but that's because you kind of covered it up because you wore your baseball one over it yeah i wore that yesterday too oh you did you mm-hmm. oh and there's this more busy today so it definitely was more busy but yeah it was, it was fun yeah I went with my two friends mm-hmm. and babe. It was good. It was good. It was a good time. I'm glad we went. Do you want down or do you want? I don't hey. know what you want. I think she's done. Miss couldn't jump down. <laughs> <laughs> you can sit right here. You want to sit right here? Maybe hey. I'll move furniture around tomorrow and finally set up my Great. piano. I have a keyboard. I have an electric keyboard that's still wrapped up in a comforter. Yes, and it's in the way. <laughs> it is in the way. It's very much in the way. But so is most of our things right yeah. now. Maybe I'll move some furniture around tomorrow and get this over into that corner and stuff. 
Ooh, my guitar is kind of precariously perched on the end there. Hopefully she doesn't knock it down. She's like, nope. <laughs> Good knows this. <laughs> you can hear all the air rush out of this cushion every time I sit. Like, listen, listen. Yeah, it's always been like that. It's my, it's, uh, I've had that chair literally since I was like 12. Really? Yeah. It's a good chair. But it is old, yes. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I get some little stringies left to tuck those in. Oh, but yeah, it's been a fun, it's been an adventure. It's been exhausting. A lot of change all at once. <laughs> yeah, a lot all at once. We started a new job. We moved into a new apartment. We've been, it's just been go, go, go for the last couple weeks. Hence why we've been MIA for a while. Yeah, yeah. But you guys understand. Sometimes life just doesn't allow you to do the things you really, really would love to be doing. You know? But you just don't have the time or the energy for them. So. But we're back at it. We're going to make ourselves a schedule. Hopefully. Maybe get back. Hopefully get back to recording on the same day every week. Yeah. That would be nice if we can do that. But yeah, it'll be nice. It's good. It's good. Hopefully this sounds okay. I guess we'll find out when I edit how echoey it is. And if we need some soundproofing around the um, microphone for recording. We want to get a like a room divider or something to put around the desk mm -hmm. um, to help kind of section it off a little bit, especially because Babe has the possibility of working from home eventually, which would be really nice, but it would, sectioning it off would help her kind of separate a little bit, work and play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll probably get a room divider, which will definitely help with any sort of echo. Um, and as we fill in the room more and put things on the walls and stuff, we're planning to do like a big gallery wall yeah, on the wall that the computer is against right now, which will be nice. I think that'll be really fun. We need some more bookshelves. Uh, We're getting yeah. some patio furniture this week. We're getting patio furniture this week, which is exciting. exciting. We're getting to Ikea. It's just like a little like folding table with like a wood plank top. Mm -hmm. Is our table and then like matching chairs, but it's so cute. It's really cute. Really but we want to be able to eat out there this summer and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's been so nice in the evening. Mm -hmm. In the evening, it's really nice out. You're loud. <laughs> you can hear the spike. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chloe, why are you digging in the couch right now, Chloe? <laughs> you don't need to bury your um, ball. In the we have a east facing balcony, mm -hmm. so. It gets kind of warm in the mornings when the sun hits the windows. Like it definitely heats up our room a little bit. But in the evenings, it's, it's all shaded nice. and yeah. it's so nice out there. It's going to be nice even good... in the heat of summer. It's going to be so nice. We've so. got a pretty good view of the mountains. Too. Yeah, over the top of the other buildings. It's really gorgeous. We can see the pool from here. Mm -hmm. So we know that the, the hot tub is still closed because <laughs> it's still, still got yellow sad. cones around it, which is annoying. 
I've been wanting to go hot tubbing really yeah. bad. <laughs> I haven't been able to yet. Yeah, it's annoying. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. The pool is very warm, though. Like, mm. it was, like, bath water warm. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. a small pool, so if it I heats up. If I felt up for swimming that night, but I didn't want to get my hair wet, I wasn't yeah. ready to have to do a whole shower. If it gets hot this week, we could maybe go swimming. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. It's been warming up a bit, so. Yeah. It's been nice. We're just getting settled. Yeah. The first thing we did was unpack our kitchen. <laughs> Yeah. I need to do dishes. <laughs> It'll happen sometime tomorrow. I'll do dishes tomorrow before dinner or something. The problem is, is the dishings are like dishes are a never ending chore. Yeah, that's you know? why I don't like dishes. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> Neither does laundry though. True, but I don't have to do it like every day though. That's very true. Though we do need to do it more often than we are probably used to because we have a washer and dryer in apartment, but they're kind of on the smaller side. You can't do very big loads. Yeah. Like, washing our comforter was too big for it. <laughs> yeah, it barely fit in there. And then we still had to, like, lay dry it out it. and air dry it. Yeah, we had to dry it, like, twice and then still yeah. air dry it. We dried it twice and then we air dried it. Yeah. We had to run a second, like, rinse and spin cycle on it, too, because the first time, it like, it's I still all went to pull it out and it was just drenched. Like, it was totally soaked through still. And, that, you like, you could feel the soap in it. So I had to run a second rinse and spin, but... Yeah, they're kind of small, but they're, it's good. It's good to have them in the apartment. Yeah, it's very much more convenient. So much more convenient. My old place, I just had, uh, we had a communal, like... Laundromat? Laundromat on the second floor, and you could only put quarters in it. Mm-hmm. Quarters. Mm-hmm. Not My old card, apart- yeah. not, um, like, any other... Or there wasn't even like a, a coin exchange thing to exchange yeah, you dollars to for coins. You quarters. had to somehow scrounge up like four dollars and quarters every time. <laughs> yeah. So I just took my laundered to my parents. Four dollars and quarters during a coin shortage. Yeah. It's exactly. been going on for like three years. <laughs> <coughs> um my old co- apartment complex had a communal laundromat, like all the buildings had communal laundromats on the first floors. But they are like connected to an app, so like they can take quarters. Yeah, so but that makes more to sense. An app. So you like load money into the app, like you do with like Starbucks or they something. Could you modern, know? modern, and then modernize it. That's the yeah, word. Yeah, but modernize her, it a bit. her apartment was just from the past. It's from the eighties, very clearly. Yeah, this is the weirdest layout too, with the shared tub connecting oh the gosh. bedrooms. Yeah, bizarre. They, so they had a. <laughs> All the rooms were private, which was nice, and they had mm-hmm. a little like mini private bathroom, which was also like nice. a little half bathroom, which is the sink and a and a toilet. toilet. Yeah, yeah. But then they had a shared sauna in court quotes. <laughs> it was it was a giant tub. I'm sure they jets. were really nice when they were new, but they're not anymore. <laughs> they're so gross. <laughs> yeah, it was they're a disgusting. Deep, a deep jet tub that oh. is just like thirty years old and never cleaned. Thirty properly. years of soap scum. Like, I wouldn't trust turning the jets on in this. Oh, no. No way. It would be nasty. And it had black mold in it, too. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, I think it was affecting my health just in that room. You probably could have reported the mold. Maybe. That's the room I had was facing the pool in the atrium, which was like a greenhouse, and it was just constantly humid and hot. Yeah, and it smelled like chlorine. It smelled mildewy all year. So she couldn't open the window because it was just chlorine outside. And my room you know? was like a sauna all yeah, year. it was really warm. So this is a nice change. 
It's a nice, really nice change. Have windows we can open. My allergies we have gotten get so a, much um, better already. This week I'm gonna we're gonna get a mesh like door for our patio, so it'll go on the outside of the patio door, and it like magnets like closed, but it's like a a mesh covering. So it's you like can a, like leave. It's the, like a portable screen yeah, door. Yeah, it's type like a portable thing. screen door. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's going to be really nice because then we can like open the patio door and let some fresh air in and stuff, but not let bugs in and things like that. We want to get, um, we want to get some like fake grass. So, well, we want to get some cover or something for the inside of the, the patio fence because it's got big gaps between the wires. So mm-hmm. that we just want to make sure Chloe doesn't fall out <laughs> so and she can like go out there and should be dumb enough to climb out but you never she's know. also that dumb <laughs> <laughs> um and then Haley wants to get like a one of those like patio potty spots for dogs because mm-hmm. we are on the fourth floor it's very inconvenient it, i'm to sorry take her out. at three in the morning i do not want to take the dog out hopefully as we get more settled she won't be waking us up at all hours of the night anymore but she's been waking us up at bizarre hours demanding to go potty and then she'll just go downstairs she's usually so good at holding it too she'll just go pee buckets and then she'll be like okay we're done but she'll like be acting panicky like she needs to poop like she's doing her i need to poop dance and then she does all the time but then she doesn't poop (laughs) yeah this is a tmi about our dog but (laughs) But yeah she's been a butt about i think she's anxious yeah the space she's eating more regularly now which is good a little bit yeah a little bit more regularly she really is getting some food in her once a day so but she's getting more comfortable she's good about being loose in the apartment mm-hmm. when we're gone we close the bedroom and the bathroom door so she can't get into anything or like clop the carpet or anything but yeah i think it she makes has less free anxious, reign of the not having to be in her crate mm-hmm. while we're gone so. yeah she has free reign of the main room and she's much less anxious it's helping her settle faster so which is good but yeah we're gonna get something for her to go out on the patio and go potty when we need to mm-hmm. um and we want to get like a patio fence to make sure that even if she doesn't purposefully climb out there she doesn't accidentally do it either yeah because she's not the brightest <laughs> she's not been the brightest bulb when i've let her out i've like watched her closely she doesn't get too close to the edge like she seems to understand it's up high mm-hmm. she'll just like hesitantly approach it but <laughs> i still don't want to chance anything so yeah and it'd be nice too for a little bit of extra privacy yeah so we were thinking about maybe some vines like they have like fake ivy ones or like a lattice one maybe or something they have like canvasy like like kind of like a canvas fabric kind of stuff yeah you know, like a like a canopy or something kind of fabric i think is is um, as long as we, which could we be should nice. get, make sure we get something waterproof because yeah. when it rains it still gets part of the patio wet mm-hmm. so it does so most of it's covered but some of i it. think a fabric would be nice yeah so we want to get some plants out there we want a little mini garden if we mm-hmm. can we want to get a lemon tree yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think it would be fun as long as it doesn't get too big <laughs> yeah well if you keep them in a pot they tend to like they tend to say they kind of smaller it said in the info like they do well in as like a potted hmm. tree okay so um but yeah we could do like a set of like angled shelves and put our different plants in pots mm-hmm. out there i think that would be cute it'll be cute because then we can move them around to as needed mm-hmm. 
So, and anything tubric, we can put on a, like, a little wheelie platform. My mu- or my grandma's got one of those. One of her plants hmm. is on, like, a set of wheels. Yeah, I've seen those, yeah. it's massive. <laughs> <laughs> and she's old, <laughs> so she can just wheel her big potted plant around the house <laughs> to get sunlight as needed and stuff, so. But, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. We hung up some art today. We have a pretty tree painting by our front door. And we've got like we've got a little metal like envelope. It looks like an open envelope that says post on it where we put like our mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've got a little hanging uh, key thing that's for the three broomsticks where we hang our keys and a spot for Chloe's leash. And it's cute. And then we hung up some art in the bathroom today, which is gorgeous. Haley found it at Home Goods actually. Yeah, it was the first <laughs> time at Home Goods. They have some good. Yeah, we've never goods. been to Home Goods before, but we went and we picked up a, a loofah um, bath mat for the tub. Yeah. And then we picked up a two piece set of art, like already in the frames and everything. And they're like these really gorgeous, like, like ink outlines of like na- like naked, like feminine figures mm-hmm. kneeling from behind. We like and naked just, ladies here. We do. Um, <laughs> It comes with the territory it being does. gay. It comes with the lesbian territory. But also, like, I just think that, they, like, not even, like, just, like, ladies, like, naked men, too. Like, I just think the human body is a work of art, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, there's, I've, I've always been really appreciative of just the different shapes that bodies can come in, you know? Because mm-hmm. they're all just stunning. So, but yeah, it's really pretty, and they go in our bathroom. We hung them up today, finally. They yeah. look really nice. They look no, nice. we're gonna do like a nerdy gallery wall. We should do some like different sized art pieces. Mm-hmm. We could get like our little ones from Fanex. Could frame like my little Wanda one and your. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a Wanda Vision one too. That would look good with our Wanda Vision yeah. section. Mm-hmm. We have like a, we really liked Wanda Vision, so we, we loved Wanda Vision. We so. have a, a little pop collection of Wanda Vision figures that mm-hmm. we want to display. We're gonna do a whole little display. Um, and then on top of our entertainment center, we're going to do like a national parks section. Because yeah. I got, I think I mentioned this in the podcast for Haley's birthday last year. I think year. I unboxed it on the podcast. I think you did. And then you I cut got, it because of the loud noise. It was really loud. <laughs> I got Haley a map of the U.S. that has all of the national parks mapped out. And it's magnetic. And so you get these magnetic tokens that go. For each one you, that you go to, you can mm-hmm. get them as you go to them. Yeah. So you can collect tokens for each of the parks that you go to so far we've only got two tokens but that's okay we're gonna go to more parks and this next year we'll go to more parks maybe I've not been, maybe I've been not t- 2022 because we did move and it was expensive i um i've been to more than two and you've been to more than two but yeah. we want to do the ones that we've been, so to, ones we've together. been to together so <laughs> um if we do go back to moab later this year we should go to Canyonlands. yeah well we are planning to go to moab and November. Yeah, we should go to Canyonlands because we didn't go last time. We only yeah. went to Arches. We should dedicate a day to Canyonlands mm-hmm. too. A day to Arches and a day to Canyonlands. Yeah, and then we can add a new pin to the or a new token to the board. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're, that's gonna go up there, and then we've got um, and we could put my cactus candle up there, um, my ceramic cactus up there, and we've got um, some little like puzzle piece puzzle bits of art and some other just miscellaneous like outdoorsy and national parky art. Haley's got a 
Arches poster that says See the Milky Way. It's really gorgeous. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's going to be our national park section up top there. We're going to put our Bigfoot up, our Bigfoot Funko. Yeah. He's going to live up there. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I it's like going it. to be fun. We've got Funkos and figures all over the um the entertainment center shelves already. <laughs> There's some dinosaurs and the we've got 10 and 11 and a TARDIS and <laughs> some supernatural. Yeah, it's going to be fun. The supernatural ones aren't down there anymore. I moved them up to the top. Because the box set takes up the whole front space on that shelf. <laughs> so there was no room. <laughs> there was no room for them. Maybe we can rearrange it later. But our DVDs, we have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the like square IKEA shelves in this entertainment center. And four of them are filled with DVDs. We have a lot of DVDs. Two, one is puzzles, four is DVDs. One is puzzles, one is board games. <laughs> one is going to be like yearbooks and photo albums. Um, oh. And then the last one is chords. It's just, it's where the, the power bar one of our for everything ended sections, up. Middle sections is video games. Yeah, there's like two of the like long skinny shelves for like DVD players and stuff. And one of them has Kaylee's PS4 and um, my little DVD player. And then the other one is just video games. <laughs> <laughs> Which I really so, don't have as many as I thought I did. No. Well, I think a lot of yours are digital downloads. Yeah, at least half of them are. Books, yeah. Or not physical like copies, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to find homes for still. Lots of art still to hang up. We should put up our progress flag tomorrow. Yeah, I want to. I've got some duct tape in one of my boxes. Um, I think it's in the one with the snap lid in the bedroom underneath my shoes. So I think that would probably work to hang up the other end of it. So, but yeah, it's fun. It's fun to like merge our two lives, lives together yeah. and come up with a new design for mm-hmm. our new place. It's fun. Mm-hmm. We've been having a good time. Yeah. Haley still doesn't know where half of everything lives in the kitchen, but that's okay. <laughs> well, you put most of it away. Yeah, I did. I put most of it away on my own. And, and I also, like, she's a bigger like chef than I am. So I do tend. I think I tend to use the kitchen more than you. I'm a microwave um, or oh, I microwave a lot. Frozen of stuff. pizza person. But I, I like to cook. Like if I can heat something up in a pan, I will. You know, like I'm not gonna microwave a can of soup. I'm gonna put well, it yeah. in a pan. You know, it's nicer. Um. But yeah, I've got like a whole system. I'm like, this cupboard is for like appliances. This cupboard is like prep cupboard. This is the cupboard for pans. This is the like, like, so we've got two drawers of silverware because we somehow ended up with three sets of silverware. Um, well, Haley's is not like a complete set. I have my set and you've got yours. And then there's the other one my grandma gave me. Remember? I don't know. You got two. (laughs) Yeah. So we have three sets of silverware. Um, so we've got lots of extra silverware. Two of them, the one is still in a box, though. It's still boxed up in that drawer. It's just like, if we need extra silverware, we have it. I don't think we'll ever have that many guests. Um, I don't think that many guests would fit in here. <laughs> but, so there's like the prep section on the island, and then the like cooking section over by the oven. Mm-hmm. And there's like a cupboard with our sheet pans, which we only have like one little one. 
And it's just like I, I organized it. <laughs> we have our Tupperware cupboard and our vase cupboard and our mug cupboard and our dishes and then our nice dishes. It's a whole thing. We My have... grandma gave us like this whole massive set of like actually like like antique yeah, nice, really nice dishes. They're, they were her mother's. So oh, they're that's really, really cool. Old. They're probably older than my dad. Um, and they're really beautiful. They've got this beautiful rose pattern around the edges, and mm-hmm. I, they make me a little nostalgic because they're the dishes that I grew up using at her house. Mm-hmm. So they're really beautiful. But she'd never used a lot of them. Like, a lot of the dinner plates are broken. We only have two dinner plates. We've got a bunch of the, like, six-inch plates and then a lot of the little like four inch ones and yeah. stuff but so and then there's like two different tea kettles and some like big serving dishes the tea kettles are like so that. pretty they're really pretty i like those but yeah it's just fun it's just fun it's, well, there's not like a tennis storage in our apartment there except is in for the in the kitchen yeah oh my gosh <laughs> we have more storage than we need in the kitchen <laughs> yeah, but we filled up every cupboard except for the one on top of the fridge because you can't reach that one I it's the our, empty cupboard. I thought our pantry looked ginormous, but we already are running out of room in it. <laughs> we need to arrange a little bit better. It'll yeah. feel more ginormous once we've kind of gutted it and arranged. We need more, like, shelves to put in there. Yeah, we should get some wire shelves. So we could, like, layer them up a bit more, you know? Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. We just have a lot of dry goods. It's the friggin' ramen. We have so much ramen. We have a lot of and ramen. We have an entire shelf of ramen almost. <laughs> it's so much ramen. Which is. <laughs> but we just need to rearrange. kind of sucks because I'm we not in a ramen rage. mood lately, so yeah. I haven't been eating it. Well, I just use the noodles for other things. That's true, you do. Like, yeah. I'll just make buttered. Like, I'll just take the ramen and I'll put the seasoning packet in the cupboard for later because it's actually really good for soups. Like, if you don't have broth, add a couple of ramen seasoning packets to it and it helps bring more flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I'll just set the seasoning packet aside for later, or sometimes I'll use it, but then I'll just cook up the noodles and, like, strain them so I just have plain noodles, and then I can do whatever I want, you know? Yeah. I mostly I'll put butter on them, butter and garlic. You know what we could do <laughs> is we could get some of those Walmart floating shelves. We could put some, like, on the walls here so we had some storage room above the desk. But they're really small, babe. They're narrow. I know. They're for, like, figures and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure we can find other ones too. Yeah. That are bigger. I just don't want anything that's going to do damage to the walls. Yeah. Well, we'll so. use some command strips. Mm hmm. I'll have to look. You can look. The command strips hold on pretty good. Yeah, they can hold a decent amount. I think, I the... I think we need more shelves in here. We definitely, yeah, we're going to. Well, once we get more bookshelves. Um, we need at least I want to get at least two more bookshelves I think space wise I think we are going to need at least two more yeah probably so especially if we're going to fill them with Funkos too are you planning on keeping this in here the probably. the littler one but the big one I'll put in my clo- in our closet okay I mean, you can't keep it here. this one. No, but I'm gonna put it in the closet. Okay. So, that's all of my yarn, right? Nope, nope. Never mind. I actually have a laundry basket. I was gonna say that's all of my yarn, but it's not. That's a lie. There's a laundry <laughs> basket in the bedroom. That's the rest of my yarn. That's like a third of my yarn. <laughs> but the top, the top drawer is like, 
um, gift bags and tissue paper and miscellaneous craft supplies. So yeah, but yeah, it's fun. We are forty minutes into this and we haven't started talking about the episode. So let's start yeah, talking about the episode. Probably time. It's late. Babe has to go to bed, and I still uh, have to edit this thing. I have to thing, wake up so. at seven. My poor babe.